0: As we enter into the Word of God, uh, we, we hear first in the book of Exodus, the really the foundation of how we are to live. And uh, the Ten Commandments are spoken to us, a reminder to us that we are to not have strange gods before us, to not take the name of the Lord in vain, to keep holy the Lord's day, which is today for us. Uh, and to honor our father and our mother, to uh, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not uh, steal, commit adultery, bear false witness, or covet a neighbor's wife or goods. Um, That's really the the basis for us as Christians, and it's really the minimum that we are called to do. And then in St. Paul's letter to the Corinthians, I heard, uh, we heard especially that Christ died on the cross for us. And that's really the center of our faith, of who we are as followers of Jesus. And it means a lot because he understands what's going on in our faith. He understands what's going on in our lives. He understands what's happening to us. I noticed uh, quite a number of our young people that have a a little uh, ribbon reminding us of Caleb. And uh, as a special young person of this parish, uh, he is someone who we do need to remember, and we do need to lift up to the Lord. Uh, The challenge is, though, that We also continue to be a community who also are of forgiveness and of mercy. The same kind of forgiveness and mercy that we're all offered. Every single one of us that God gives to us. Uh, Jesus in the gospel, when he chased out everybody from the temple, was saying, You're not following what God has asked you to do. And you can imagine All the animals flying out of the door of the temple, you can imagine coins flying everywhere, and Jesus with a whip just going right through it all and saying, you're not doing God's will. Well, if we take that personally, how would it feel like for us to have Jesus go through our house of faith, hopefully not with a whip, (laughs) hopefully, hopefully, and with a spirit uh, and it is a spirit of mercy Amen. and a spirit of forgiveness Amen. and a spirit of healing Amen. for each of us. Uh, so for the youth of the parish in terms of uh, Caleb uh, you know let the Lord touch your heart. Amen. Let the Lord touch your heart and surround it with his love. Surround it with his and let the Lord surround us such that when you return to the memory of Caleb, you are at peace. Okay, That you're not flying off the handle, but you're at peace. And it's still a powerful memory, it's still a powerful moment to have him in our lives. He used to serve Mass for me, he's very special, I've offered Mass for him. Uh, and we just lift him up. And we pray in a special way that, that he may be an intercessor for with God. That he will speak on our behalf. Uh, I know when my mother passed away uh, it was a hard moment but it was also a moment in which I knew that she knew everything. And her love would be spoken to Jesus at the right hand of God. Her, Her love would be for me in that moment to touch me and bless me and be with me. And so we pray that Caleb has that same position for us. Um, Jesus, I think, in the gospel, is saying that we really need to be centered on him and and what we call the pastoral mystery. So that's the life, passion, death, resurrection, and ascension of him, of Jesus for us. It's why we have a cross in every church. It's also why we have the Blessed Sacrament here, because it's a reminder to us that the cross is a part of life, suffering is a part of life, yes? And it's also a part of our faith. But Jesus in the tabernacle is a sign for us of the glory of God and the resurrection. That it's all not about death, that it's about life. It's about letting his love truly touch us. I ran across, well I had a a lady I knew some years ago um, and she was uh, uh, a lady of color. She was blind from childhood, uh, but she had a powerful ministry. And her ministry was for people that were in prison. I mean, it really, she she was amazing. Uh, And uh, as she continued her ministry, every now and then she would be allowed into the prison to meet some of the prisoners that she would be in conversation with. And there was one particular guy, we'll call him Manny, it's not his real name, but we'll call him Manny. And Manny was gonna be in for quite a while. And Manny had nobody. But, Mary took her under his wing, and under her wing, and she, she, communicated with him enough to where he began to depend on her, and he began to share with her his life, and he began to share what was going on in his life, and especially when he got down, and his one phone call a week, he would make to her. Eventually, he called her mama. I mean, really, that was really the specialness of it. And so for, for 15 years, they talked on the phone every single week, and she as he would hit moments in which he didn't really see God's hand, she would bring him, as he said at her funeral, to the eternal. She would bring him to see his life in the light of the eternal. Uh, And um, she eventually passed away at 98. And in the last few years, was unable to walk even. So you can imagine a woman who is blind from childhood, who then cannot walk, being such a powerful minister. Because when he was allowed to go into work release and then to parole way early, those were miracles in his life. And he knew it was because of her prayer, because of Mary's prayer for him. And then when he got out, he didn't know anybody. And so the Lord gave him her. And she found him a place to stay, got him a job. And by the way, eventually he was ordained a minister. And is serving in the prisons now as a minister. And who knows better? going to be able to sm- blow smoke up his casket. I can tell you. <laughs> They're going to, he, he does. But he blessed her, especially at her funeral service, saying that she loved him into life. She loved him into love of Jesus, and she loved him to really believe there is life after death. Amen. And there's a lot of forms of death, as we know, in life. But Jesus is calling each of us to come to know Him, to love Him, to serve Him, and to witness of Him as His disciples. Amen. And if a lady who is blind from childhood and in a and be a witness in that way, my goodness, those of us that can walk and see and those of us that are really able to serve, what can we do in His name, in His love, and bringing His mercy? So as we celebrate this Eucharist, we lift up Caleb, but we also lift up all those that have passed from our faith community here at St. Peter's, And we pray in a special way that we, through the Word of God, through the example of our faith divinity, through our song, and through these prayers, may truly meet Jesus, crucified for us, but risen from the dead. That's an amen. Amen.